Hi everyone, it's Camille Johnson here, founder of Clobberswap, the sustainable fashion platform on Facebook. I just thought I would put out a happy new year to everybody. A little bit late really, aren't I saying that, considering we're nearly into February now. But better late than never. So welcome to everybody who's not listened to Clobbercast before. We're actually number six in the UK top fashion podcast. So I'm really, really pleased with that. Um, So thank you for listening. Thank you to everybody um, around the world who also listens. We've got plenty of ears. Um, And yes, what is Clobbercast? We're a fashion platform where we swap, buy and sell pre-love fashion in a Facebook group on community, which is a community, should I say. It's a wonderful space with lots of women, uh, all ages, all sizes. And yes, we just really enjoy sharing our wardrobes, uh, talking about different topics, sometimes not fashion related, not style related. Um, Like any community, we're very free and open in chatting about anything we want to talk about. So how's January felt for you? What's it been like? I think it was a bit of a culture shock, wasn't it? Um, It felt so dark. I've never felt cold like it. It was absolutely bitter. Um, It's making me chilly. Um, I'm glad to say that the weather seems to have got a little bit brighter. And I think, you know, it just proves, doesn't it, that the weather does really make a difference to people's moods. I think if you've got not, if you've not got a great deal to look forward to, for instance, you know, none of us have any money in January because we've spent it all at Christmas. We haven't really got any holidays planned because it's a little bit too soon to start thinking about, you know, where we're going in summer. And it just ends up being um, a bit of a gloomy month. And that's how I feel it's been. But I've got to say, on Clobberswap, we have had a huge influx of new members. So, you know, that's been lovely to see. And I do think we've all really enjoyed just, you know, communicating with each other and chatting and telling each other how we feel about um, about life. Because life is one of those things that's always changing the moods, the pattern and the cycle of how we feel. Surprisingly, we actually all feel the same. But you don't realise that when you're in the cycle. You think to yourself, you're the only one who feels a bit crap. And to be honest, um, obviously coming back into work, for me, I love working. I've got a variety of different tasks that I need to do because I run different businesses. So it does keep me very much entertained. But I've got to say a lot of um, my staff in the business felt the same as well because it was so gloomy in those very early weeks of January. And considering it's a new year, you don't want to feel like that, do you? You want to feel energised and motivated. And, you know, you do also see a lot of crap on social media from people who are, you know, pushing the, you need to go to the gym, you need to stop eating this, you need to build a better body. 
And it makes me laugh because you see all these unrealistic images of, of women on social media who apparently are 72 with a six pack. <laughs> I mean, let me just repeat that. You know, do you know anybody who's, you know, 50, 40, 30, who's got a six pack? And then they're showing all these images of these women who are just absolute powerhouses. And you know, well done to you if that's if that's you and you've got your six pack and you're, you know, 150 years old. That's amazing. Um, but I'm not going to try and compete with images that I see on social media or videos that are served to me because it knows damn well that I don't get up off the couch. Um, when I get home from work, I'm so lazy. And I think when the weather's so dark, all I want to do is go home, you know, make dinner. That's my first priority because I just want to make some food. Um, I'm always so hungry. Sometimes I miss lunch, which isn't great, but I think we're all very busy and depending on what I've got on in the daytime, sometimes I can just work through. So by the time I get home, I'm literally ravenous. I'm eating my own arm or I'm putting my hand down the um, the passenger side pocket to see if there's any, you know, sweets left over from when I went to the cinema three months ago. <laughs> Looking for a chocolate raisin down back at seat. Um, but basically, I get home, uh, I quickly, I'm really quick in the kitchen, I'm quite creative, so that's good. I know exactly what I'm going to cook. It's so easy for my husband because he, he just loves steak, he's very plain eating. He doesn't like curry, he doesn't like spices, um, although I do try and sneak them in to every dish. Um, so I, I get his steak going, I'll put a tomato in there, some mushrooms. Um, he likes mashed potato, so that's good. Um, and I'll just concoct a really nice meal, um, generally a bit of asparagus with that, or some sort of veg. He doesn't really like veg, but I force him like a child. Um, and then for me, uh, I can eat anything. So I'm really, really not fussy. I do like picking and piking, but at the same time, I do like, a, you know, a full meal. So I'll make that my priority. And then I sit down. And that's where it all goes wrong. I don't know what you do, ladies, but I sit down. And then Lee makes me a cup of tea. I sound like I'm 82. But I just love having that time after dinner. Um, or tea, or whatever you want to call it. And I sit there and I just start, you know, going on my phone, drinking my cup of tea. And I'm like, right, let's have a look at Clobber Swap. And this is why I love Clobber Swap so much, because there's always something to grab your attention, you know. And obviously, because we have administrators working 24-7 on the platform, sometimes new members come along, they don't quite do it right. And when that happens, we have to obviously communicate with them. We have to remove posts. And for people who don't know how it works, we add three, three photographs of the item on Facebook. Um, we also add a really good description. And if we don't see those um, basic standards being achieved, then basically we remove the post, but we try and give the new member some feedback so they don't keep repeating those steps. Um, and the only reason we do that is because we know it doesn't work. We, we've been running four years, so it was our birthday at the beginning of January, um, our fourth year in business, and we just know what works and what doesn't. We've got enough data now to understand how to swap 
or sell an item. And I'm just so pleased that we've, you know, still got such a strong community of women. It's really, really quite uh, incredible how much dedication we all put into it. But that's what we do every night. And I've got to say, I got some stats through the other day. We're still putting on 4,000 posts a month, uh, 12,000 comments and 13,000 interactions. So on every post, whether you add a little love heart or a, a funny emoji, they're all the reactions. And then obviously in terms of comments, we're all just jumping on the, the, the post, letting the member know how amazing we think their item is. And it just really boosts people, doesn't it? So yeah, we're just, we're just so dedicated. So we're all now absolutely loving Clobber Swap. Um, there's so many clothes on there, it's unbelievable. We've got Zara blazers for £22. We've got some really good quality um, footwear, including boots um, and shoes and Uggs and really good makes actually, um, as well as lots of gym wear and trainers. I've just seen um, also some like horsey attire, which are really, really expensive. They're like £44 brand new and people are selling those for £20, um, which is, you know, an amazing saving and we're recirculating our wardrobes. We've also seen quite a lot of pale pink, beautiful um, coats, you know, like faux fur. Oh, that's a hard one, isn't it? Faux fur. Um, £45, but cost new £199. And I think the beauty of recycling your wardrobe, especially within a community of women who appreciate good quality, um, it doesn't take long to snap it up. There's also perfume. Um, Elena Foy has been advertising some Jo Malone Myrrh and Tonka, 100ml. Um, she might have had one spray out of it. RRP on that is 150 and she's selling it for £80. Again, you know, you might have always wanted to try uh, a Jo Malone perfume. One thing I will say about them, especially the Cologne Intense, the, um, they really do last. And even if you can't smell them on yourself, other people will definitely smell them because they're so unusual. Um, I've already seen some Alexander McQueen trainers. Uh, Kira Sutcliffe is advertising those in my size, size five. I keep looking at them and I think she paid 395 and she's wanting 150 pound. So again, for anybody who has never come across Clobberswap, all you have to do is go to the website, which is clobberswap.co.uk and you'll be able to sign up to enjoy um, guilt-free shopping. Now, if you do swap an item, all you're paying for is postage, which is £3.50. Uh, £4.19 I think if it's first class um, or if you do end up buying an item then even you know still great still great and still guilt-free because you're not going to be spending anything like you would if you went to the high street so the environmental impact of fast fashion mm, 
we've still got a huge problem. Um, I know we contribute a little bit, but you know, the fashion industry is responsible for 10% of global carbon emissions and it's not good. Ethical and fair trade practices in fashion, you know, ethical and fair trade um, is still a real big worry to me because, you know, you see some of these sweatshops with slave labour still happening and the conditions people are expected to work in is not good. They don't get the breaks, they don't get, um, you know, they don't get paid anywhere near enough that they should. Um, and the percentage of fashion brands that do not know the origin of the fabrics, I think it's about 75%. Um, so it's, it's, it's massive issues. So I think if we can just keep doing what we're doing, hopefully we'll slow it all down. Um, circular economy in fashion, where products are designed for longevity and materials are recycled and reused. Um, I think there's about 85% that still ends up in landfill each year. And the potential economic benefits of transitioning to a circular fashion system it's estimated at, you won't believe this, but $560 billion, if we're going to say it in dollars. Um, so, yeah, every, any little bit that we can do to help is music to my ears. And, you know, if you look at it on a really basic level, you are receiving a parcel through your door of something that you've seen, what's either cost nothing but postage or it's cost you very little and you therefore you're not in your car you're not driving over to Leeds you're not parking up you're not having to walk through <laughs> the shopping centres uh, trying on lots and lots of different outfits and still spending £150 for something you didn't really want so just following on from from that little segment had to get it off my chest has anybody ever come across a lady on instagram called converted closet oh my god if you haven't um then please search for her she is a pocket rocket don't know whether you can hear that but i'm just watching her now and She's absolutely unbelievably talented. She transforms the most basic items into things that are just, you know, BAFTA ready. The thing is, when we see people like her as well, she actually makes it look so easy. I just think we've all got too uh, comfortable, you know, in not really um, experimenting with fashion. You can get a t-shirt, you can, like she did, she cut the bottom of it up and then she basically made a couple of slits in there. And with the surplus material, she stretched it almost like it was a thread. She added a, um, a safety pin and then threaded it through the little slits she'd made with the scissors. And she then 
transformed it into this really quite cool uh, t-shirt that pulled in at the waist you can wear it either quite high under your bust if you wanted to if you if, you, if you're 92 you can't veer and you've got a six pack <laughs> or you can wear it like um, you know a bit more on the hips she's also done the same little snips on the sleeves uh, use the extra material again what she cut off where the hem is in order to thread that through and then you she's made like almost like a, a little puff ball um, capped sleeve uh, detail and it's fantastic she then makes a headband out of it so please go on insta and find her and also there'll be other people as well so if there's anybody else who you know who you think it'd be worth sharing on clobber swap in the group of women who are transforming transforming basic items into something wonderful then share it please because I always remember Lee actually buying me a, a sewing machine one Christmas and I really did get the face on and I think on a previous podcast I told you uh, we took it back the next day uh, and I went and got a, a mulberry bag <laughs> in the sale at Harvey Nichols and I felt so bad really but I just thought it's not me it, it's 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 the me that I would like to see but in reality it's not me to start getting the sewing machine out but as I'm getting a bit older, I'm thinking maybe I should revisit some of this and start looking at making adjustments to clothes. Um, because I think if you follow people on YouTube or on Instagram, it, it's not as difficult. I mean, you see women today, don't you? Uh, the panel in the, the homes themselves, they get in the wood, they're outside, they're covered in sawdust, they've got the goggles on. Um, and they're actually creating these lovely, beautiful homes um, with their own fair hands. So if they, you know, if we can do it with, you know, joinery and and do it, do all that, that you know, the the, the hard stuff, then surely we can change um, a t-shirt or a skirt or a dress into something really interesting. Um, so yeah, so share the details of that if you can. Um, so what is your Valentine or Galentine looking like, ladies? Have you actually thought about it? And gents, because I know we do have a couple of gents listen to this clobbercast, and I'm very grateful for, your, for everybody's ears, no matter what uh, sex you are. Um, but yeah, I'm going to party. I can't wait. So me and Lee will have been married I kept saying 20 years, it's actually 21 years. We got married in Las Vegas in 2003, so it's actually our 21st wedding anniversary. But this is what makes me laugh because I told Lee it was our 20th anniversary. Um, And therefore, we've ended up booking to go to Paris to see Moulin Rouge, the original Moulin Rouge cast with the traditional dinner. And I cannot wait. I absolutely am so excited to see it. And... To be quite honest, um, that is what we're doing. We're going on the 8th of February. So it's going to feel like um, it's our special kind of, you know, Valentine's stroke anniversary um, treat. So what are you doing? And have you been to Paris before? I've been um, maybe once or twice. I can't remember now, but... I think we've only generally gone to Eiffel Tower and, and round that area. So I'm looking forward to exploring a bit more this time. 
Um, so if there's anybody with any tips on what we should or shouldn't do, then yeah, let me know. So in general, ladies, how are you? How are you feeling about yourselves? Are you making some changes this year? Are there things that you put up with last year that you're not going to put up with this year? Have you decided for yourself that you're going to take control of your life and actually make some adjustments that make you happy? I think um, when you're a mum or, or a wife or a partner, you have so many responsibilities, so many hats to wear. And sometimes you put other people first and I keep going on about this, but you've got to make a decision. What do you want out of life? Do you just want to people please? Do you want to just make other people happy and put you second? Or do you want to start saying no? I'm actually really good at this. Um, and I'm not saying it because I think I'm, you know, the best at it. I'm not. Sometimes saying no can be quite hard. But I seem to have a skill in knowing when I've taken on too much or knowing when I need to, you know, just get myself in some sort of order and start prioritising myself because I have got a very good nature and I think when you're naturally like that, so I'm naturally happy, I wake up and I'm naturally ready for the day. You know, I'm very rarely in a bad mood. I always say other people put me in a mood. I don't wake up in a mood. Uh, and I think that goes for a lot of us. Situations can pee me off. And um, in general, I think when you're quite a happy spirited individual, others want to take advantage of that. Or if others aren't quite happy with their own lives, they like nothing better but to pull you down, to make you feel crap, to make you feel like, you know, you're the alien for feeling good. You know, have you ever said to somebody, um, oh, I'm having a really good week, and instead of them, you know, turning around and saying, oh, are you? That's amazing. They'll say it like, oh, are you? Oh, you must be the only one. You know, everybody I've spoke to this week, they've not really had a good one this week, almost to pull you down to their level so that they don't feel alienated. So my advice to anybody who is deciding to make a change this year, pull your shoulders back, get your, get your, your chest out, get that smile on your face and one foot in front of the other and walk proud, knowing who you are and knowing what boundaries you've got. And if you feel in any way, shape or form that you're being compromised by someone, and in life generally, when you are compromised, it's always somebody close to you. And that can be your husband or your partner, sometimes your children, I've said, I say it a lot, but it's always usually people who are the most close to you. It can be, um, you know, a sibling. It can be your mother-in-law. 
it can be anybody but just know who you are and be prepared to actually go through and achieve what you've set out to achieve don't let other people take you off the path run you off the road take you away from you know that absolute positive straight line that you know is fully possible don't let other people try and deviate you away from what you want to achieve and that's the only thing I want to say to you Um, and yeah decluttering is a really good way to keep yourself healthy keep your mental health in order because a lot of the time when you're cluttered it's actually a mental health issue it's things that you are avoiding you don't want to go in that cupboard because there's too many memories in there it might be a bad memory from a divorce it could be that you don't actually want to clear the toys out of the cupboard but your child's now 25 and expecting his own child Um, there are lots and lots of different reasons why we don't always face up to the clutter but if you just do a little bit at a time before you know it it's done and sometimes I have that attitude when I feel like my spare room which is where I get ready on a morning (laughs) I get to Friday and I think oh gosh I'm gonna have to start putting things away and before you know it you've done it or it's like unpacking a case from from holiday You open your case and you just dread it. You think, oh, there's no way I want to open that. And you start looking at your lingerie and you start looking at your shorts and your T-shirts and you've got some things that need to go in the wash, some things you've never actually worn and they can go in your drawer. But if you just work through it bit by bit before you know it, you're zipping your case up and it's going back in the loft and you've done it. So, ladies, have some positive feelings about this year declutter you can make some money by selling your unwanted clothes you can refresh your wardrobe and refresh your style because there's nothing worse than going into this boring zone where you just can't be bothered you've got no motivation and you've got nothing to look forward to book something Choose to surprise your husband or your partner or your friend or your sister. Do something. Um, And it's surprising how much it just gives you that little bit of a lift. And if you do feel a bit down, remember it's all, going back to the beginning of what I said, it's all cycles and patterns. And generally, you're not the only one. So I think that's come to a bit of an end now for Clobbercast, the first one of 2024. I feel so honoured to have you listen. We had some amazing um, stats on downloads uh, for the Christmas one. So I really hope you've liked this Clobbercast. And yeah, take care, have a great weekend and hopefully I'll do another one. I might do it when, I, when I've come back from Paris and hopefully I can uh, share some thoughts on the Moulin Rouge show. So thank you very much. 
keep listening, keep being you, and I shall speak to you another time. Goodbye.